welcome to episode 194 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, Adrian and I talk about the last three things we did in our own homes. Hope you enjoy. Today's topic, last three things you did to my house. No, last three last things. Last three things I did to your house or things. in your house. It's been a long day. It's only not even noon. Last three things we did to our individually owned properties. Go. Last three things you did to your house. And I don't mean like when you cut the grass last, but like what was the last update or upgrade or okay, renovation? Well, I'm doing one right now. It's changing the pendant lights in our kitchen. Okay. And so you... You had, when did you do it last? Uh, 10 years ago. Okay. So the cycle for you as of right now is 10, a a decade. 10 years ago. Yeah. Is it a, is it a style thing or are they not working properly? Yeah, no style thing. Are you changing the style of the rest of the kitchen or you just don't like the lights anymore? Mm, Undecided. Don't like those lights anymore. Okay. 10 years ago. So they're, I don't know if you remember, they're, glass cyndrical style in a smoky gray with a cone insert that's white yeah and the light illuminates the cone and it's is the bulb built in no is it halogen or is it cfl or is it led what have you got in there uh the most recent bulb was a warm I want to say a 2700K LED bulb. Okay. That wasn't the original. The original was a halogen bulb, which I preferred the the way the light looked. Yeah. But those fixtures, those those pendants were nice 10 years ago. They're just outdated now. And for the record, you're contemplating moving potentially. Correct. So, so are some of these things you're doing based on that premise? Yeah. Would you be doing the lights now if you weren't planning to potentially move? Probably not. All right. Probably not. Although, I'll caveat that because I've hated those lights now for a couple of years, <laughs> just didn't want to spend the money or effort in changing them because they're still nice, like... Most people will come into the house and say, oh, look, you have a nice kitchen. Uh, But to me, actually what triggered it, one of the bulbs went out. Right. I ordered the replacement bulb on Amazon just for convenience purposes. And the price was the same as in Lowe's or Home Depot. So I ordered it through Amazon. I got it. It's the right um, bulb type. Yeah. But the length of the bulb stuck out from the bottom of the fixture a little bit. Oh, that'd be funny looking. Yeah, it looked funny. So I had to replace. And if you replace one bulb, like we have three pendants. So if you replace one bulb, you got to do them all. Otherwise, the color temperature always changes. As bulbs age, the temperature changes a bit on them, right? So if I'm going to replace all the bulbs, and now, obviously, we're preparing to move in the next 12-ish months. So what triggered it was the pendants that we installed at 887 Broussard Circle. Oh, right. I quite liked those. 
And they're very affordable. I think they were 70 bucks a piece. Yeah. Um, having the same issues, though, if you remember when oh, I installed yeah, the, the ones at The Broussard, glass wasn't formed properly. It was like a little cockite or something. I don't know if it's... I think it's because of the um, the actual cord, like the... Um, yeah. The wire. Yeah. Which has like... Um, it's like a mesh yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Got it. So there's two screws, one at the top, one at the bottom. And when you screw them in, it kind of warps that yeah. wire. You should almost have one on each side so you can do it right. equally. Right, exactly. But you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it looks great. So so modernizing it a bit. So that's already done while I've installed one of them. There's two more to be installed, um, which I actually plan on doing tonight. So Good. So there you go. There's one of mine. Um, well, one of mine, it was a minor one, but along the same lines, we replaced every bulb in the house with LED bulb. Oh, interesting. Minor, easy to do. Um, we have pot lights on our main floor. So on the ground floor, with the exception of the bathroom, which still had halogen bulbs, and the... Uh, Pendant lights, which actually they are still halogen bulbs. They're like the Edison style. Um, everything else in the house was just traditional CFL or halogen light bulbs. So we went on. I'm always looking for deals. So I went on. I found on Amazon a couple bulk boxes of it. ordered them all in and replaced all the bulbs. Alicia beforehand had random ones throughout the house, but she had been buying... 2700k when the rest of the lights are about closer to 3000 um and i like the light from 3000 i feel like it's bright but it's not blue yet right and it provides good lighting so we swapped out everything now the whole house is consistent i love it it's nice natalie was actually complaining to me that that's one of the things she hates about our house right now is all of the light fixtures and bulbs that i installed yeah are not bright enough right so I, it's trying to find that balance. I think most of them are 2700K or just a bad fixture that doesn't give off good light. Yeah. Um, well, and not even just the wrong fixture for that space. Right. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people do that. Yeah. So. Well, and it's hard because you buy a fixture, especially if you buy it online, but even in the store, by the time you bring it home and you put it in the place and you're like, uh, Well, I the one know. gauge is always how many... I always look at how many, so what you're usually replacing something. So how many bulbs does the current light fixture have and what wattage are they? And if that's an adequate source of light, then you try to match that or do more, but never go less. Right. So a lot of people look and they'll find a light that they love and they buy it. And we'd see this with people preparing. The oh, we see it sale. all the time. How many times you go into a bedroom and it's got one bulb? Yeah. Or we'll tell Brutal. we'll give a client a staging report that says replace this fixture with this one. But then they're like, oh, I found the exact same thing for 50 bucks less. Meanwhile, right. they didn't realize it was one bulb less. You know what I love is when they install, they get our report and our recommendations. We even tell them in person. Yes. Then they go to Costco and get right. one of those built-in LED, like 5,000K oh, daylight yeah. lights and install it. And they're so proud and think it looks great. And yes. we walk in and we're like, oh, why'd you do that? Yeah. So I think those lighting... 
something we recommend for everybody selling their house, upgrade your light fixtures, good return. But also we're doing it well in advance for me, probably well in advance of moving because it's just makes it more enjoyable. It's nicer. Okay. You can go on with uh, a second. Um, most of mine revolve around home automation. Um, so right now, well, I just, I'm actively, and I think you are too, we just cross paths. So Ariel li- lives next door for those of you watching and listening. Uh, and Ariel walked into the his porch, uh, onto his porch a couple of days ago. You were on your porch and you were holding a... Uh, oh, the lock set. The lock set for your front door. So that's one thing I'm doing on the whole main floor. Our front doors, it started from our front doors, double doors. The do- the locks, the latches to open are terrible. Like you have to really squeeze the latch down, pull it. Oh, they're 12 and years old now. Push it forward to open it. Yeah. And uh, so that's bothered us. So our plan was to paint the front door anyways, because it's in dire need of it. At the same time, I said, well, let's replace the door handles and the locks. And I said, well, then we're going to have black door handles on the one set of doors. We've got a garage door, a side door, and a back door that are all relatively visible from any given space in the house on the main level. So I want them to be all consistent. So we bought new door handles everywhere. The garage door and the front door got um, Wi-Fi fingerprint wiser locks so it's already installed in the garage door and we've had a lot of use and it's nice every time somebody unlocks the door i get notified you can tell google hey google lock the garage door or hey google unlock the garage door hey google what's the status of the garage door um does it does so what is that through alexa i works through google and alexa um do your kids have access to that yeah so they're gonna start unlocking the doors yeah well, they can they can do it anyways manually, and we've programmed their fingerprints, okay. so they can come and go as they please. Send them down the street to pick something up. Right. At least you get notified now. Yeah, exactly. And when they use a fingerprint, it says Adrian, open the door, or Tessa, open the door. Right. So yeah, you. Uh, what else have I done recently? Are we talking like it could be maintenance things too? Sure. Or yeah. So this is something that you actually asked me. Um, One of the last things I've done maintenance-wise was, well, there's two things, uh, but I replaced the motor in our ice maker. Oh, right. In the fridge. Yes. Because so we have what's called a a French door um, side-by-side. I think, what do they, yeah, oh, they French call it French door, a, bottom freezer. No. Oh, no. Oh, side, side by, by side. Side by side. Side by side. Yeah, right, right. So our fridge is on the right side. The freezer's on the left side. Yeah. And the reason I got that was because I heard a lot of, uh, at that time, so this was now 12 years ago when I bought it, the ice makers that, like in those French door, sorry, it's not my cool, bad. Not cold enough. Yeah. I heard yeah, and, I heard the and, same thing. And the French door fridges that have the ice maker built in, the ice is actually stored in the door itself. So it's probably it insulated, up. but it's still it in is. the door. Yeah. So first of all, it takes up a lot of space in your fridge. Right. And the fridge temperature is not cold enough to maintain the temperature required to keep ice. There must be... A, icy. There icy. Must, there must frozen. 
Frozen. Yes. There must be a pipe going from the freezer bringing more cold air up. Or there I must see. be like an auxiliary <laughs> cooler. But you're still opening and closing the door regularly. Right. So it gets all bunched up into a big solid block. And right. Fails. And if the temperature in your home, let's say in the wintertime, you've got the heat running, mm-hmm. you're actually letting warm air into there. So now you can have condensation because there is a, a hole in that Where the ice container yeah. to let the ice into your cup, right? So, yeah. so now you're letting... So anyways, I bought the side-by-side because the ice maker and water... Always frozen. It's in the freezer and it's always icy. So I asked you about it because my I couldn't mine wasn't working. So mine isn't wasn't working. So I took it apart one afternoon on a Sunday. I decided, okay, I've got some time this morning. Took everything out of the top portion of the freezer, pulled it apart, and took the four screws, pulled it all out. So I started with the biggest part of it, which is that I don't know if you call it a motor or whatever. Yeah, sure. I think I think it's it an auger or whatever. Yeah. No, it wasn't the auger. Okay. The it was the part that like flipped controls everything like a whole module. Oh, okay, okay. Like electronics. call it a mo- module. Yeah. So mine wasn't broken. You know what it was? If, I don't know why it had popped out. Maybe it does it when it needs to be replaced or maybe one of the kids did it, but the filter, water filter had popped out. Oh, yes, that happens sometimes. So if that's out, the water system shuts off. Correct. So I didn't need one, fortunately. So how long did that go on for? Uh, just a week or so until we figured oh, out what it was. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, that happened to me once before, too. Yeah. How um, often do you replace the water filter for your... Oh, it's only ice, though. You don't use it for water. Correct. Oh, okay. I know I I can tell when I need to do it. Usually once a year is enough. I can usually... Oh, for sure. I can tell when the ice... When you first tastes put different. a brand new one, it tastes different. Yeah. And the uh, fresh fil- filter, you get clear nice ice yeah so once okay your third one there's a few i don't know which ones to talk about well one i'm gonna do next can i talk about one no I'm going to? okay no. it's not the point of this podcast all right we've only got a few minutes i've got a call in two minutes um the last one we did upstairs uh so we have a two stop st- talking so much two story me tell me whose audio file is bigger at the end of this okay um, we have a two-story house on the second level. We opted for a three-bedroom configuration, which gave us the loft for those of you listening. In the loft, it's facing southwest. It gets a lot of sun. It gets super hot up there, even in the winter if the blinds are open. So I wanted to install a ceiling fan. And I'm not just going to throw a ceiling fan up there because there was no fixture. So I'm going to get up there, rewired. I'm going to go. This is the quick version. I'm going to do this a bitch. good job. So we put... We put, I created a, a wood, faux wood beam. Well, it's not faux wood. It's a real wood beam, but it's hollow. So I guess that's a faux wood beam. It's made of wood. And um, shiplap along the arched, uh, the angle. Oh, yeah. I ceiling. saw the pictures. Looks nice. And I rewired, went into the attic. I rewired it. We smoothed the flat portion of the ceiling, installed pot lights. It was a big project, but it looks really nice. For the average homeowner, that's probably not something that, a typical person would undertake? No. No. Probably not. Looks good though. Made a big difference. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. And it's way better again lighting. We added uh six pot lights instead of two dinky little fixtures. Yeah. And a fan, and the fan's great. Fi- fan works on Wi-Fi, so you can tell your Siri to turn the fan on and it works great. That's cool. 
And we also have a sensor in that room that detects um, the temperature and carbon dioxide and stuff. So if it gets too hot or the CO level is too high because there's no airflow, I can turn it on. Nice. Automatically. You can. Pro I haven't done that. That takes a bit more work, but yes. Uh, my third one, I'll wrap it up real quick for this episode. Um, that was a good one. I re, I don't know if you call it grouting. I regrouted our, all of the, uh, patio in the backyard oh, I to do that. Yeah. I got the, uh, the sand. Pellet, what's it called? Um, so the P. Polymeric? Polymeric sand. Is that it? Sure. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Yep. Um, so I pressure washed all of the existing sand out. I was going to do that, but I was worried it would blow out the screening underneath. No. Okay. It didn't. I did it in the areas where it needed to be replaced. Oh. And then I topped up the rest. I should have done it in all of, I should have pressure washed everything because the areas that I didn't, the sand that I put on top, it just washed away at. Oh, okay. after anyways. So, so there are some areas that will need to be redone. Um, did you adjust any like, no, nope, didn't need to be stones that are shifted. No, nope, nothing is at that point. Yeah. Okay. It's only five years old. So I have a couple that are slightly wonky, just ever so slightly that it bothers me. If we have any that are wonky, I haven't, it's not at the point where I care about it. Like it still looks, at least now you have no weeds. A Few. couple, couple pointed through in the last week or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I did. Great. Was that the call you were waiting for? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> well, and these are all things that. So I, I, I just want to explain the quick process because okay. a lot of people have patios and the grouting is yes. looking like shit. Yeah, you just take a pressure washer, get rid of all the sand that's in there existing currently. Um, pick up the polymeric sand. You can get different colors. Literally, you just throw the sand down on top, get a good, heavy, uh, thick bristle broom, and broom it in, brush it into those areas. Yeah. And, um, and then you just want to pound it into the crevices as much as you can, like, like compact that sand to, to really get it in you there. You can buy a vibrator. Yeah, those big. yeah push vibration or you can rent them or rent them you of just course. friggin' go and i just buy, buy everything, everything that i you, wouldn't because that you rarely tim the tool man taylor yeah, over here i'm proud of my collection um and i don't know how many people it, are right? gonna get that reference if Flo even got that reference tim the tool Flo, man do you know taylor? Who tim is tim the tool man taylor see oh my goodness yeah we're that old anyways so you water it you want to basically yeah vibrate oh. it right into there yeah. Yeah. and uh and then brush again and um and yeah and then give it uh, a light soaking light not soaking but yeah water it down yeah um moisten it moisten it and then it solidifies it solidifies and uh and then you know the next day or so you don't want to do it around when it's raining because no. yeah. you need a couple of days of yeah sun. yeah and then once it dries out you can give it uh a hose down or a sweeping and looks like new again. So, and if you don't have a pressure washer or, and you, don't want, or you don't want to rent one, you can use, some people will use a scraper. It's like some metal handle, handheld scraper. Everybody knows somebody that has a pressure washer, borrow one. True. Um, makes a huge difference. So if you're thinking of 
listing your property for sale and you've got a patio like this with the stones of any kind, um, it's a good thing to do. It really makes it pop, especially if you put some flowers around it, whatever. So, So there you go. That's what I did. Great. And with the exception of my ceiling, all of these are easy to do. Just a little bit of time. Yeah. Cost efficient. Cost and efficient. easy to search on YouTube on yeah. how Well, that's how I do everything now. Yeah. Just Google it. Would love to hear anybody that's uh, watching or listening. Leave a comment. Let us know what, uh, what were the last three things you did around your house. All right. Cool. Hope you enjoyed episode 194 of KT Confidential. Make sure you subs- subscribe and uh, leave a comment. We'd love to know what were the last three things you did in your home.